Hello, good morning, good evening, and good whatever time it is where you're listening from. You have just tuned in to the VPC, also known as the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast. All about the BS, but there's no BS here. Just what once was broken spirits that are now whole spirits, picking up pieces and turning them to power each week. It's time to get ready, get set, and press play. So sit back, relax, and do whatever you do to unwind because it's conversation time, people. Let's go and let's grow because if you're going to go through it, you might as well grow through it. All right, people, we are back. Episode 24 of 2024 of the BPC, the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And first of all, let me apologize for being a little bit late to the mic. I gave myself a little more time. My voice was still recovering. Um, and somebody said, you know, we actually like that voice. So I said, you know what? Um, I like feedback. I keep the tone. I got to hope it will be as raspy, but I'm here. Uh, with that being said, before I get into the, this podcast that I'm really excited about, as you can tell by the title, which I repeat in a second because you've already read it. Let me get a shout out. New country alert. I've lost count. I think it's going to be like a 26th, 25th country. But welcome and give a round of applause to Belgium. Again, welcome Belgium to the BPC family. Um, so appreciate it, which leads into my next statement. Um, I'm going back to Sundays. I used to do 1 o'clock, but I'm sick at noon. And I was watching analytics, and I realized Monday morning for us in the States might be Monday night, uh, Sunday night for somebody else, Monday night for somebody else. But the weekend midday is pretty consistent, where we'll drop somewhere on their weekend, and the numbers show that that's what people want. So we're going to go back starting this week, back to Sundays. Um, and I don't plan to change for a while. It has been a journey on trying to find the best time spot for people and when to drop it. But uh, anyway, so let's get into this episode. Let me start off with a confession. That's how I want to start this one off. I am starving right now. I literally am starving. And it's, it's a wide open statement. And it's not just physical either for me. It's not just food. It's other means, other ways I'm starving. And I find it interesting that I intermittent fast, and usually around about 12 o'clock uh, Eastern time, and it's like 1.25. I break my fast from the day before of 18 hours without eating. And now I'm probably going on the 20th, almost 20th hour, uh, and I feel it. But it works. It's perfect for right now. Because the title of this podcast, and actually going to be a series, I haven't done a series in a while, it's called Hunger Games. Hunger Games and Pains series. And this first part of the series is going to be called People. I'll get more into that in a minute. What I've learned, not just because of, I know what fasting means from a spiritual standpoint, uh, how it brings clarity because you're starving your flesh, quote unquote, and you're in a weak and physical state with your mind is sharp. But when you are starving in emotional places, in 
mental spaces, it allows you to see things differently. And even, I'm going to go here, even when you might be, I won't call it starving, but for every reason, it could be in a relationship, it can be in a situation, whatever you guys you want to call it, um, where you and your significant other are not physically close, whether it be because of distance, you know, the person's not in the same area, or it be because of things going on between you and that person, and whether you can't connect, whether it be because of emotional reasons, whatever. That time when you move that, that gratification, satisf satisfaction, whatever you want to call it, out of the way, it sometimes allow you to see everything else that sometimes you're blinded by because of what was going on. So as, as crazy as starving can be in the field, it's one of those things where a wise man once said, all things work together for the good. Uh, you can look that up and figure out where that came from. <laughs> um, they really do. Because it opens your eyes to different things. So the deepest places of pain slash hunger can bring clarity and revelation like no other. I imagine you can attest to that. But it also brings power. So anyway, um, you know, the title Hunger Games, when you think about the movie, there's a movie called Hunger Games. And the whole, the, the summary of the movie was about power and control, but using hunger as a tool to usurp that power from people. So if you don't know what usurp means, it means to take a position of power or importance, illegally or by force. And the reason I brought that up and used it as a title and that word usurp because people, places, and things are used to usurp power from you through hunger. And this was so important that we cover this because I know, you know, I want us to move into the pride and actually I already got the title. I'm excited about that. It's three weeks from now because we got to cover in this series people, which will be today, places and things using past, or should I say not past, sorry, the order is present, past, and future of each of those things that cannot be covered in one episode to get ready for pride management. Because one of the most important things that happen in the pride is the feeding of other lions and lioness in the up and coming leaders in the next generation. And if we don't learn how to, how to deal with these hunger pains, uh, hunger games that cause hunger pains and vice versa, we're not ready for pride. We're not ready to handle the pride with caution, handle the pride with care, handle the pride with wisdom. So that's why it's pretty hard to get into this hunger pain. Hunger games and hunger pains. Wow, uh, this pains keep coming out because I'm hungry. But anyway, so we set it up. We got to deal with the hunger. Let me give you a definition of hunger. Hunger is simply this. A weakened condition brought about by a prolonged lack of food or overall nourishment. Let me say it again. A weakened condition brought about by prolonged lack, lack of food or overall nourishment. What is nourishment? 
Simple. Food or other substances necessary for growth. So what I'm saying is, if you're lacking anything physically, mentally, emotionally, and you're hungry for it, it is affecting your ability to grow. Yeah, that part. And if you're starving for it, let me give you the definition of starve so I can set this thing up properly. Two definitions, to suffer or perish from deprivation. That means if you allow yourself to starve long enough, it can kill a part of you that's important. And mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, all those things are tied together. It's, it's part of the foundation of this whole podcast, I told you. This is about putting together your body, soul, spirit, and mind. But before we go in and further, we got to deal with these hunger gains and hunger pains. Because greater is coming, greater is here. But we got to understand how to manage this pride, and this is important. So let's get into people. Because we're going to try to keep this in the same format, 25 minutes. I'll go a little over, bear with me, because this is needed. Uh, people. People is a tricky starvation process. Um, a, a tricky hunger game, should I say. Because when it comes to people past, present, and future, present, past, and future, I think the reason I use present first because the people that you deal with now in your present are a direct result of how you dealt with the people in your past or allow people to deal with you. Also a direct result of do you allow the things you starved for when using your broken state be the same things you're starving for in your present healed state? Because if you ain't careful, it will creep up on you the exact same way. And because you're walking as much of power, it's so easy to get out of balance. And you settle for lack of nourishment in some area because you might be getting it somewhere else in another area. But there's no balance and something's dying. And it's very important that when you're dealing with people in your present, that everything's balanced. Now, does that mean it's going to always be a perfectly balanced? There's going to be times where hard conversations need to be held because you're feeling or they're feeling lack of nourishment in an area. And it's your job as their friend, boss, coworker, significant other, whatever the title may be, that they bring those needs up that you address those needs because they're bringing up his needs, not wants, because they're telling you or, or you're telling them that without these, I'm dying in an area and I cannot let you kill me or kill an area that I've worked so hard to, to get back to health. And that's very important in your present situation. Um, because in the past, your inability to address those needs, your inability to have conversations about it, got you into a broken state, which is where you were when we started all this. But it's not where you are now. So it's challenging. It's challenging. It's sometimes challenging to look some of those people that you care for, love, depending on, you know, nature of relationship, in the face and tell them, look, you're great at this, that, and the third. And you expect the same out of them, give them the same place, the safe space to have a conversation. But I have needs here. I, have, I, I, I need empathy here. I don't need sympathy. I need empathy. I need you to understand why I feel this way. 
or they need you to understand why they feel this way because it goes both ways. Because if that cannot be established, it's going to drastically affect your future because you eventually want to make some hard decisions. If a repeat conversation is coming up over and over again, that's directly related to hunger pains, the hunger, hunger gains. Because sometimes the enemy of both of you all souls uses either lack of information, past trauma, or whatever to have them do things that remind you of things you said you wouldn't deal with. And again, and then you have to realize they're not doing it on purpose. Because they're doing it because it's, that's their way of coping with things they said they would never deal with. But it's usurping power. Not just you guys, but also from the relationship itself, no matter what the relationship is. So these present conversations are important so you don't repeat the mistakes of the past. And I would say this too, you know, from parental standpoint, if you're a parent who's either been married before, went through a divorce, or you're a parent who was in a long-term relationship, whatever that situation is, um, you got to be careful that you don't sacrifice your hunger needs at the expense of ourselves for to take care of the needs of our kids. The needs of your kids may be something you're giving them or maybe something that a person that's in your life giving that you can't. But it'd be so easy to get caught up and say, well, if, if, if the, the kids are okay, I'm good. How many times in marriages have you heard where people stay in the marriage because of, for the sake of the kids, and they actually damage those kids more because the kids start seeing dysfunction as a result of your starvation or the other person's starvation, or both of you guys' starvation. And then they start thinking that was a norm. So you did more harm than good. So very important that you address all your hunger needs in the present so you can go for it in the future in a way that's needed um, and healthy and safe. Because this pride management, this is going to be key to make sure the pride is healthy, the pride is balanced, and that growth takes place. And it's that you don't waste the power you've already picked up in the past. So, before we go into our first break, I noticed a bit over 12 and a half minutes, but again, I'm going to try to unpack this in 25. I can't. I don't want to rush this one because we really need to get it. And like I said, I'm starving myself. So I want you to write down this. I have a question that I want you to take into this second segment. Write down on paper what are you starving for right now. I've been transparent already. I told you my, my starvation isn't just physical. It's happening in different areas of my life right now. And I'm just trying to, number one, seek my faith circle on, on guidance. And I also realize that sometimes we tap into those who believe in something. Like I told you, you know me. Sometimes we tap into people for things that our faith circle wants to give us. We God. That either that person can't give you or that person can't give you right now because the journey on. And then we find ourselves upset with the person and not realizing they're going through their growing pains too. They're going through their own hunger games, hunger pains, and trying to figure out how to articulate their needs, how to articulate their feelings without causing harm or damage um, to you. And sometimes it, 
It happens. No matter what the relationship is, like I say, work, family, home, whatever. But what are you starving for? Write those down. All right, want to get on to our first break on Miracles 1. We'll be back in 36 seconds. Hunger Games and Hunger Pain. All right, people, I'm back. Episode 24, 2023. Hunger game slash pains. Um, I know in the first segment I said hunger games and hunger pains, and I kept tying the two together and tongue twisted. I said, I'm going to do a hunger game slash pains because the games and pains go together. Because it's not the games we intentionally play, it's the games that's played on us that causes us pain. But the key to preventing that pain is looking back in the past, we get ready for our future. So the second segment, we're going to deal with the past, and it won't be as long. So I, I might be able to keep this in that 25-minute mark. So the thing, the thing about the past is this. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make when it comes to the past, especially with people, the two things. We have this saying, I've done it. I'm never going to go through that ever again. I would never let somebody treat me like that. I would never let somebody put me in that situation. Let me tell you the first problem with that statement. What that statement should be is, I will let nobody like that treat me like that or put me in that situation. And the reason I say that because what we do is this. When somebody new comes along and does that out of not knowing it triggers that trauma, and we say, I'm not going through this again. Guilty as charged. I've said it myself. Whether it be, I'm not going to allow nobody to suppress my emotions, but I'm saying they understand why I'm like that, and they really don't, and they might be new to dealing with it. Or I'm saying that I'm not going to let anybody steal my peace again, when really they're not stealing it because they didn't realize they was taking it away. Because we framed that statement in a place in our past, in a person who we used to be, we're not now. But remember what it felt like. So when it comes to people, there's the amount of grace that needs and must be given in any type of relationship when it's new and developing. They weren't there with you back then, and they are not that person who did it to you. Yes, is it possible they can do the same thing? Easily so. Because again, hunger games, hunger pain. The enemy of your soul will use that thing that caused you pain, trauma, whatever back then. Get a person to do it now. And you will find yourself framing that person in that frame back then, not in the picture they are in now. And you might have enough data to be able to even realize this person is not that person or they're not like that or they're not aware or they don't even know how to handle you or you handle them. You have enough data to do that. But we find ourselves getting in protection mode where we, we go into the turtle shell, as I call it. 
And because of some hurt right now or because of some misunderstanding right now, we like, I'm not dealing with it. When maybe more often than not, remember, there's something about starvation that gives you revelation. You realize that I need to work on some things myself if I'm being triggered that easily. If a person's trying to talk to me about it, or if a person's telling me I'm not at fault because of how they feel, but I, they feel this way because of something I did that you, I didn't realize I was doing to them, or my intention was that it doesn't negate their feelings. It just lets you know you're not the reason. But because of trauma, you internalize and say, well, I'm the reason, the reason, and you get defensive. That's a hunger pain that's called, caused from a game in your past that then your soul is using on you. And same thing, the opposite direction. If a person keeps doing it and you're aware of it, you give them grace to, to and say, look, you got to figure out that part because it keeps happening. And every time it happens, it's causing me to get defensive. Not because I want to, but because I'm trying to protect myself from being broken or vice versa. Because in the past, somebody else did it, but it wasn't you. So I'm giving you grace to have that conversation. If it was them, I would instantly cut them off. But since it's you, people, past, but in the present, it's you. I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to give you grace, but if you don't hear me, at some point, I only have so much grace to give because I don't feel like you're hearing me or they don't feel like you're listening to them. So that's important when you deal with the past. Same thing with parents and their kids. You have to understand that you are a parent in development and transition. Because how many times have you said, I'm not going to do raise my kids the way my parents raised me. And then you realize subconsciously, some of the things you said you would not do, you're actually doing them yourself. You're doing them yourself. You might be yelling, raising your voice, saying certain statements. You get on my nerves. All those words have power. And the last thing you want to bring up in your present are words from your past that hurt you as a child and thinking it would not cause the same damage to your child in their future. They remember those words when they get, when they, when they get older. You got to break that generational curse. We all are guilty of it. Those words have power. Those words hurt. And those words have the ability to bring life or death. You have to choose. But you have to be aware of some trauma that's still there that will not pop up until you're raising your own child. A relationship trauma that's still there. They will not pop up until you're in a good relationship because it wants to usurp the power of the relationship. It wants to drain that relationship. And there's also the light of that. Not the light, the light. The light of that being brought to your attention in a relationship. Because it could get to a point where if it's something that comes up over and over again never, and never is dealt with, you could find yourself, is that a fork in the road? Because you have to determine that I cannot die there or that person cannot die there if this keeps coming up. Can we get, can we get beyond this? With the kids, you don't have a choice. But in all the relationships, whether it be work-related, whether they be life-related, love-related, there's always a choice. 
You know, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning, and I realized that relationships, I'm going to use personal and love relationships. They come in three categories. They come in rent, lease, and own. <laughs> Let me break that down. When you are dating, you are renting. You may be renting for the weekend, renting for a couple of weeks. It might be a, it's a month-to-month agreement, whatever it is. But you're trying it out. And you usually try it out with unlimited miles. You choose how much you want to drive it and vice versa. As much as we don't want to talk about it, relationships are transactional in every aspect. You give to get. You sow to, re- you sow to reap. And what's the ROI rate, rate return on investment determines whether or not you want to continue renting. Now, if you rent it and you like it, you're like, hold up, I know what type of car I like now, what type of vehicle. Not saying people with vehicles don't paint a picture for you guys about how it affects your present and your past. Then you go into a lease, a lease agreement. A lease agreement is usually like three to four years, and you get it at a reduced monthly cost. And keep in mind, the cost isn't about money. It's about time and everything else. But with that agreement, you have an understanding that you only have so many years to decide if you want to own that, that vehicle outright. And you only can put on so many miles a year. And also, you have to get all the services done or it will void the lease and the company would take that car back because you're not taking care of it according to the agreements of the lease. That's what serious relationships are like when you're trying to determine whether or not you want to be married to that person, stay in that job, that career, whatever it is, that position. You have to determine that in a certain amount of time. And then comes the, the ownership where you have either you pay outright cash or you have a bank that loans you the money. Anywhere I go, once you enter that ownership and you marry that person, you sign a contract with a company, whatever it is, there's no easy way out of that. It's going to cost you to get out. And at least it might cost you some heartbreak and time loss, but in a marriage or a long-term relationship, it's going to cost severance packages if it's work. It's going to cost divorces. If you have kids, child support, uh, alimony, you name it. But understand, when you deal with people, there's a lot of wisdom and knowledge from your past that will help you make the right decision in your present that could affect your future. There's a lot of knowledge and wisdom in your past for what you went through as a child that will determine how you treat your own kids, good, bad, and different, so they have a better future than you ever had and be better parents than you ever was. And then they don't have, they're not starving for the things you have been starving for. And then you get ready to build a greater pride and they'll build one even better than you. So that's, that's the past. Um, we dealt with the present. Now, let's get ready to take our break before we go into our conclusion. As we go into our conclusion, let's get ready to deal with the future. All right? A Miracles One, I'll be back in 36 seconds. All right, people, we're back for the conclusion. Hunger, games, and pains. Uh, hunger, games, slash, pain. 
Um, I hope I'm giving you a lot to think about. I hope you're giving you a lot to think about. Um, this episode, and I hadn't even listened to it. I'm just listening to myself as it comes out. And I'm, re- I'm actually going to play as soon as I upload it to you guys. Has been eye-opening for me in so many different ways. And I hope it's doing the same for you. Because anytime my faith circle causes me to take a side road on the direction I was going in, it's because it's needed. It's not just me wanting to add more episodes. I got plenty of material. But this was needed so we can manage this pride correctly. So, as we talked about before, as we end this first segment, say, what are you starving for? And I gave all those definitions of hunger, starving, and and things of that nature. But the, the, the thing I want you to really grasp is that word nourishment. And it's substances of food necessary for growth. So as we get ready to conclude, I want you to look at that list of things you're starving from. That's not food per se, but it's things you need emotionally. It's things you need mentally. It's things you need physically. It might be touch. It might be affection. And it's things you need spiritually to make sure you grow and you don't starve to death. And if you're not getting it, the real question is, what are you going to do about it? Because something has to be done. Because the insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And because this is about your future, you might have to have some hard conversations with bosses, coworkers, employees, uh, people you love, whoever it might be, to address these things you're starving for and see if it can be. Uh, can y'all come to a, a place of where we can go forward and everybody's needs are met. Not met all the time because your people, and perfect people are going to miss it sometimes. But can we fix these things I'm starving for, or you're starving for? Because it's our future. Because at the end of the day, if we cannot deal with the present, past, and future hunger games, hunger pains for ourselves, how are we going to manage and teach the pride and feed them? Because we're not feeding them things. We're feeding them wisdom that we've gained through our pains. Because we picked up those pieces and got power. We have to make sure we don't allow ourselves to be broken because we didn't take the knowledge from the past to use in our present so we can set ourselves up for the future that's been set aside for us by our inner circle. So with that being said, we're going to come to the end of this one. And next week we're going to deal with places and then the week after things before we go into pride management. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I, I enjoyed bringing it. Um, and um, the, the gems, the food, the nourishment you will get from this, please share with others. If you, you hadn't shared an episode before, share this one. Share it on your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook, your tweet, Twitter, or if you have to do Twitter, tweet it or whatever. But share this episode. From this point forward, the reviews are great. Um, subscribing is great, of course, because you know what's when I'm dropping the next episode, even though I do announce it. Please share this with two people or more. That's all I'm asking this week. 
So again, another round of applause to Belgium and then coming to the family and to you all. Let's get ready. Let's deal with our hunger, hunger, hunger and stop the gains and the pains that either we are calling, causing people or people are causing us because they are worth being fulfilled and you're worth being fulfilled too because it's not just about being filled or you go empty again. It's about being fulfilled. All right, so I see you next week as we get ready for places, hunger games slash pains. Part two of the series. I'm Miracles One and I'm out. Until next week, love you guys.